and welcome again to Halcyons of World Cup Nuggets Daily, your daily dose of weird and wonderful facts, figures and previews on each of the 32 finalists in Qatar. Joining me again today is Alan Bushby, you all right, Ad? Very good, thanks mate, you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, very well, thank you very much. Uh, and joining us again is football historian and author of the now available World Cup Nuggets, revised and updated for 2022, Richard Foster. How are you, Richard? Well, I'm very happy we're available, that's good. It is good. That's, that's a tick, isn't it? Available. Always, always helps when you're trying to vlog books, I find. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of which, World Cup Nuggets is available now, is available from our website, housegunpublishing.co.uk, as well as other establishments where you may be getting your books from these days. Um, a treasure trove of information about every World Cup since 1930 has been revised with new entries covering not only Russia 2018, but also an entire chapter of Nuggets about the top 10 World Cup teams in history. Basically, if you want to know anything about the tournament and sound convincing to your pals, you need World Cup Nuggets. And within Nuggets, you'll find the answers to all our daily Nuggets quiz questions, another one of which coming up later on in this episode. But let's crack on and see who's up next. It's another big gun for us to grapple with, 2018 champions at France. So it's Allez les Nuggets and over to Richard. Very good. Thank you. Lucien Laurent is someone who you may not have heard of before, but he actually scored the first ever World Cup goal back in 1930 when France beat Mexico 4-1. And France have got a pretty good connection with the World Cup, considering Jules Rimet and all the people behind the first World Cup were basically French. Uh, They didn't win it for a while. Um, And in fact, as defending champions, in 2002, having won their home uh, tournament in 98, France failed to score in their group matches. So they lost 1-0 to Senegal, 2-0 to Denmark, and then they drew nil with Uruguay. So they actually became the only World Cup winners to not score in the following tournament. And when we're talking about champions competing in the next World Cup, There is quite an interesting stat here that of the last five champions, four of them have failed to get out of the group in the following tournament. So France didn't do it in 2002 because they couldn't score a goal. Italy, 2010, didn't do anything. Spain, 2014, were really awful. You know, they got hammered by the Netherlands. And then Germany, who I know we're going to come on to in a bit, 2018, didn't get out of their group. So... Is there a bit of a theme here? Are France going to fail to get out of their group? Big question mark, isn't it? It is. I mean, looking at the group. Yes. Okay. Um, and 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 in fairness, uh, are they starting against the Australians? I they think. are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've already established they're going to get a penalty and win one nil. <laughs> we <laughs> have got that. that very early we've nailed that. Well, that was going to be my point. I mean, they're going to be absolutely buggered then because they're <laughs> going to go on to, to try and scrape something against the Danes, which will be a very tricky game. And I don't imagine yeah. Tunisia would be pushovers either. So um, yeah. their, their first game actually could be quite a, quite an important one. It could. And, you know, good old Australia, as you say, they could get a penalty, they could score, they could put them under pressure. I think the the really interesting thing is 
when you ever look at the French team, let's face it, they have had moments where they've all fallen out with each other in quite a big way. You look at Mbappe and all that stuff that's going on at PSG, and you're thinking, is this unsettling? He's still a very young man. It must be quite tricky. At the other end of the scale, they've got Hugo Lloris, who is the captain. But I've always, I've always had this theory that Lloris is quite fallible, which was proved last weekend against Newcastle mm-hmm. when he put the F in fallible. Um, and I just think, you know, he's, he's going to be in the last chance to lose. He's 35. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's probably not going to play when he's 39. I, I my my vision of Larice is he's going to make a few cock-ups. He did in the in the final, remember, last time out. Um I, I'm seeing him in the last chance saloon actually sipping a creme de creme de mont. Very classy, <laughs> but a bit weird. But you might know, drop that, it. Sort of green liqueur thing, which reading some poetry. Possibly, whatever it might be. Yeah, he's he's definitely in the arty end mm. of Roger Miller's last chance saloon. He's yeah. not mixing it with the boys drinking beer at the other end. I don't think that's that's Hugo's shtick. But you then look at the squad depth. It is pretty good, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, very good. You lose Pogba or Kante because they might be injured. And then you have got Kamavinga, and then you have got Tushmini, or however you pronounce it. You know they're pretty good. They've been playing for Real Madrid. You then happen to have the Ballon d'Or winner, Karim Benzema. Again, could he be in the last chance to move? Mm-hmm. What would he be doing? Um, and they got Griezmann. They got Giroud. It's it's a pretty good team. You know, let's face it. But could we have a massive French fallout? Could they all sort of suddenly say, "Oh, I don't like you. You're, you're, you're what's it?" And I'm, oh, I'm, you know, they're very good at sulking. Very good at sulking. So yeah. I think, I think they're either going to absolutely bomb out, or they're <laughs> going to do incredibly well and probably win it. Mm. Become the third team to ever defend the trophy. Uh, Italy did it. 34-38, Brazil did it, 58-62. Could France do it? Yes, they could, but also they could absolutely fall on their asses. I think that's that's the, the always interesting thing about France is that you never quite know which is going to talk. I think they're now missing Varane potentially as well. I think he looked pretty I don't think it was as bad as they, they first laid right out. I don't know. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, obviously he's he's a quality player, but they've they've got Quite a few central defenders who are quite good, haven't they? That's true. Yeah. I mean, so the, the bookies bear this out a little bit. Well, sorry, the bookies bear out the fact that they that, that France will do well putting them as they have uh, second favourites at sixes okay. behind Brazil. Mm-hmm. And a world ranking of fourth, so that would put them. Does that make them the second highest European? Uh, and Belgium, would that be yeah, right? Belgium, a, a Belgium, a second, I think. Second, I think. So it'd be. <laughs> Brazil, Belgium, Argentina, France. Yeah. Would that be yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, I don't think anyone's going to um, emulate Juice Fontaine, who scored 13 goals in 1958, and he wasn't even a first choice. He, he only got in as a – the other guy got injured. 13 goals in a tournament's not bad. Mm. And also, just to point out, I know this is a running theme, they are another one on the 1938 – teams in this Qatar tournament so they're this is the fourth 
of the eight teams that appear in Qatar that were in the original 1930 mm. tournament. Yeah. Oh, and I'm also remembering something about Deschamps. Um, is he... I can't remember. Is it one of? It's one of two or three that have won the World Cup as a player and a, and a manager as well. One of three. One of three. So Mario Zagallo. There we go. Did it because he won the World Cup as a player in '58 and '62. Then he led Brazil to the triumph in 1970. Interestingly, he only took over two months before, but that's another story. Um, and then, of course, we have the other Franz Beckenbauer who clearly won it as a player and then took the trophy. I mean, it, there'd have to be a German in there, wouldn't there, to, to be a player and a, a manager. So, yeah, um, they've got an incredibly good chance of doing it. But I think there is there is still an issue with mentality. There's an issue, you know, if it doesn't start correctly against Australia, mm. it could all you know, collapse in a heap. But, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we love watching them play, don't we? I mean, they're a, they're a great team to watch. When they're in, yeah. they are fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, lots of nuggets there. Nuggets everywhere. Um, mm. Thank you, chaps. Uh, just a bit of time left to cover our question on the French then, Richard, if you'd be so kind. Yes. So um, what was unique? about Lillian Turam's brace of goals in the 1998 semi-final. I'll say that again. What was unique about Lillian Turam's brace of goals in the 1998 semi-final? Thank you, Richard. So answers on one of your 32 postcards. Uh, We'll tell you how to submit them uh, at the end of the run. We'll also put all the questions onto the Halcyon blog alongside these episodes so you can catch up uh, and do your research appropriately. Um, That'll do us for France. Then, as we mentioned, World Cup Nuggets, the book is available from halcyonpublishing.co.uk. Do get in touch with us, follow us on Twitter, follow Richard on Twitter as well for the rest of the run. Uh, Lots of interesting nuggets coming out all the time. Otherwise, thank you both. Thank you, Ad. Thank you, Richard. We'll be back for another Nugget tomorrow. Oh, for a while. Look forward to that. Oh, very good. Looking forward to that.